the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and what a day like this, right? What, 72 degrees out there? And yes, this is not Dave Congolin. This is Gary J. Fry for getting to sit in for David, and I hope your day is, has been good. Long ago when I had a job, I would wish people happy Monday. So happy Monday to you. I, I hope that it's been a good day and all is well, and you had a great weekend and, and all that kind of stuff. And it really, really is my pleasure to be here, and I'm... I'm glad that you're here, too. And we're going to do a couple of things, a couple of different things. I've got some getaway uh, guests that are within driving distance for San Luis Obispo. And then I've got some other uh, topics uh, with um, intuitive thinking and also uh, at our 430 hour on on um, how to figure your fitness age. That's our four o'clock hour. But anyway, for this hour, for this first half hour, uh, anyway, I am really pleased to have Sunita Cynthia Kawasaki. She is the public affairs officer with the Sequoia Kings National Canyon National Park. And I discovered they're not that far away. It's a getaway trip uh, that we could do. But let me start and saying, Cynthia, welcome to the Dave Congleton Show in San Luis Obispo. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm, so you know, I kind of feel like I know you. We've had several different communications back and forth, and thank you so much for your responsiveness. That, that always makes it uh, makes it easier. But um, I thought, why don't we let people know where is Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park? Say in relation to Fresno. In relation to Fresno, so from Fresno, you can take Highway 180 east towards uh, Kings Canyon National Park. So that's the best way to get to Kings Canyon National Park. But then if you drive uh, south towards Visalia and then take 198 east, you can go in to the Sequoia National Park entrance. And so from Fresno, it's really maybe an hour drive to Kings Canyon National Park and another hour and a half to the Sequoia National Park entrance. Okay, so if we want to take the shortest route, because I'm posing this as a, perhaps a day getaway for those mm-hmm. for us in, in San Luis Obispo, it's what about two and a half hours to Fresno, Craig? Right? About two and a half hours. I think so. Two and a half to three. Yeah, about two and a half Same hours traffic. to Fresno, and so it would be a it's a shorter distance from Fresno uh, to go to Kings Canyon than it is to Sequoia. Correct. Okay. Yep. Well, and we do day trips to the coast all the time, so you'd just be traveling. On the, in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and that's part of my theme uh, today is to let uh, our listeners know that there's some really great things that aren't that far away because as beautiful as our area is, sometimes it's cabin fever, you know, and want to kind of get out and, and do something different. And for all the years, which is like over 30 years that I've lived here, I don't think I've ever been to King, Kings Canyon National Park, which is like... What have I been doing? <laughs> I know what I've not been doing. 
Um, so about so then uh, the distance between the two between Sequoia and Kings Canyon then are they about an hour and a half apart? Is that what you said? I would from one entrance to the other. I would say it's more uh, an hour, about two hours uh, from entrance. If you go from one entrance station out one ninety eight to one eighty to connect and go around in the summers, though, when the road between the parks is open, you can do a loop and you can come in through one eighty, go into Kings Canyon National Park, drive through the Forest Service, go through Sequoia National Park, and come out the Sequoia National Park entrance. And so when the road is open between about March through December, we really recommend experiencing both parks in one day. And you just drive through both parks and come out. You can either do a loop or go in and out the same entrance station. Right, right. Yeah, that sounds... And so the main roads are are open again, you said, from March to December? Correct. Yep. The road between the parks closes seasonally right after New Year's and it reopens again in the spring. Ah, yes. My favorite time of the year is March. Once you get into the main area, is there a, a, a shuttle service to help you get around to perhaps the main uh, the main areas to visit? Not this time of year. We do have shuttle service over the weekend holidays. So we did have service for MLK weekend. We'll have a shuttle service in the Giant Forest only for President's Day weekend. So we have a, just another holiday. In the summer, though, from Memorial Day to about Labor Day, we uh, do offer shuttle service regularly seven days a week uh, in the Giant Forest area. Is the Giant Forest area the Sequoia or Kings Canyon? Sequoia National Park, and so that's where we have the General Sherman tree, which is the largest tree in the world, and other uh, features like Moor Rock. We have our version of Moor Rock uh, oh. on, on the mountain. You know, I was I'm very, very interested in the famous trees. So the the General Sherman tree, you said, is it's the oldest tree in the country? It's the largest tree largest. in the world. It's the largest volume. tree in the world? Yes. Wow. So I would say it's about 28 stories high, um, but really it's the volume that makes it the largest tree in the world. And then we have the second largest tree in the world, the General Grant Tree in Kings Canyon National Park. So either park that you visit during the winter months, you get to see a really gigantic giant sequoia. Wow. Um, Do you know about how old these trees are? We estimate that they're about 3,000 years old. So they've been here for a really long time. Yeah, 3,000 years old. Wow. And, you know, as, as I said in our intro, that's not very far from us to see something, to see something that grander. That is, is really something. So um, around the rest, I'm sure that there are other um, beautiful areas that, that surround. Um, you refer to it as, and I'm sorry that I'm not, it's not coming to what you just said, the, the Grand Forest. Giant, oh, Giant Forest. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if you go in through the Sequoia National Park entrance, you'll start in the foothills at about 1,600 feet in elevation. And then in about 45 minutes, it's a pretty windy road. Not everyone's prepared for that. Uh, but it's very windy, but really great views all the way up uh, the drive. You reach Giant Sequoias at about 40 minutes up uh, up the mountain. And when you get to the Giant Forest, you're at about 6,000 feet in elevation. So you really climb a large amount a a big distance in just a short amount of time, which is why it's so windy. Uh But once you get up there, it's just a completely different experience. You start in the foothills and you end up in in the forest with giant sequoias. The views are spectacular. The weather's cooler. You get snow up there versus um, in the foothills. 
it's just a winter wonderland in the winter. But right now, the main road is closed uh, because of the snow? Nope, it's open. Oh. The roads are clear right now. We've had plenty of, uh, we, there's still snow on the ground when you get up there, but the roads are clear until well, the next storm. Uh, yes. Uh, is there a central place where people can go to find out what the road conditions are? Yes, our website is um, NPS for National Park Service dot gov backslash seeky s e k i, or we also have a our information phone line which gets updated regularly regularly throughout the day, and that's five five nine five six five three one three one. Five nine five five six five. Say it once again. Three one three one. Three one three one. Okay, uh, Cynthia, we need to take a quick break. Everybody, you are listening to the Dave Conklin program, our hometown radio station on News Talk nine twenty KBC and also ninety six point five FM. We have a lot of ground <laughs> to cover to cover these trees. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. Welcome back to our hometown radio station, News Talk 920 KVC, Dave Congleton Show, and this is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave. And if you did just, so I used to say punch those radio buttons, but there's so many ways to listen to us now. If you've just landed with us, our guest is Cynthia Kawasaki. She is the public affairs officer with Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park. And they've got, that's the biggest trees in the world is just right up the road a couple hours away. If uh, Cynthia, if if uh, someone's just had one day to go up there just just for the day, is there a particular um, route or or yeah that you would suggest people to do? Yeah, and I think visiting either park this time of year is going to be almost equally magical. I would my number one preference would be Sequoia National Park. In the winter, you get to come into the foothills, you get the views of the river on your way up, and then you hit the giant forest and just driving through the four guardsmen, which is four really large giant sequoias that you get to drive in between on the way up to the forest. Uh, you get to do some snow playing. You get to see the largest tree in the world, and it's a really great experience. I really recommend it. Yes. Uh, it is just amazing. The largest, the largest tree in the world. And that is just incredible. So are there species that live in that tree that don't live elsewhere? Or does it, does that change as the, as you go up in the tree? We definitely have different species depending on what elevation you're traveling in. I think a common species would be the black bear. So we do have bears in the parks. They do migrate uh, depending on the season. So they're more in the foothills areas when it's cooler. Um, And so you'll see, you might see a black bear. We have deer. We have birds. We have a lot of different, we have a lot of wildlife in these parks. And Mm -hmm. so there's something to see, something, a little bit something for everyone. Yes. Well, it, it certainly sounds, and it's um, so unique. I mean, a, as you do know, you here we've got the beach, which is beautiful, but seeing the largest trees in the world. So the one is named, is it the General Sherman tree? It is the General Sherman tree. And the other that's one is the largest. And the other one is the General Grant? Correct. Yep. So were they named during the Civil War? They were <laughs> in huh. the 1800s. Huh. Well, they covered both sides. That's that's interesting that they were that they were uh, named then. So um, you would suggest 
if you're going up there for a day to hit Sequoia, uh, the roads are open. Uh, you gave the number before, 559-565-3131, that people can call to check on road conditions. Uh, would you have a suggestion on when is the best time to visit? Weekends tend to get a little busy, so if you can make the travel, the the trip up during the week, I'd recommend it. This time of year, though, it's not our busiest time, and so just making the time. Come anytime. Our rangers will be happy to help you. Stop by the visitor center. We also offer ranger programs throughout the day, so you can just stop in a visitor center, buy some gifts and souvenirs, uh, talk to our staff, and we'd be happy to really help you plan out the ideal day for your group. Whether it's coming with young children or coming with your parents, uh, there's something to do for everyone. That's great. And rangers are available in order to help uh, plan the day once you get up there. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, Is there a particular time? I mean, obviously daylight, but uh, are there gates or anything that are closed until a certain time? Uh, gates. Our gates are open 24/7 unless there's a you know winter closure or there's a reason for the roads to be closed. Visitor centers tend to open a little later in the winter, so nine nine thirty, depending on which visitor center you're you're going to. Um, but other than that, come in. I think earlier in the morning you'll get less crowds. So if you're up in Giant Forest by 9 a.m., you'll really have a lot of room, have the park to yourself. If you want to do an evening, um, if it's not, if the steps aren't too icy, you can walk up the steps up more rock and get really great views of the valley below from more rock. And that's a really nice thing to do maybe around sunset. Um, walking around Crescent Meadow is a really great thing to do earlier in the morning, more potential for seeing wildlife. There's just really a lot to do. Yes, and it all sounds very, very beautiful. So is your moral rock similar to our moral rock here? It's granite. It's very large. You can walk up ours, though. You can't walk up moral rock. Your moral rock. (laughs) That's right, yes. Uh, um, Are there stairs or or a rope? Yeah, there was a CCC crew that uh, was built steps right into the rock. So they're carved out from the rock, and and there's a guardrail along the side of the rock. So you climb up the actual uh, rock rock. So it takes a little bit of time. It's a lot of stairs. You can probably do it in about, I would say, 30 minutes. If you take a slow walk, there's signage and things to read on the way up so you can take little breaks and just pretend you're really interested in the sign and you just make your way up and there's really great views to see oh i'm yeah i'm, I'm sure there is um and again we're discussing the sequoia and king canyon national park which uh, it's a it could be a one-day getaway leave uh, leave in the morning obviously and and uh, and get there uh early you know you, as as Cynthia just told us, the gates open at at nine. Or, uh, our gates are always open. Visitor centers open around nine uh, nine thirty. So you know, get off on the road early and and maybe watch the sun come up and just really have a have a full day in this uh, with the with the the oldest tree ever I mean, anywhere. I mean, that is just uh, just so incredible. Uh, what about with? Uh, uh, trails. Is there a, a diversity of trails to accompany different levels of hiker cap- capability? 
There are. There are um, a couple accessible trails. So there's accessible parking near the General Sherman tree and an accessible trail. Um, it does get, uh, once we get snow, though, things get a little icy, get a little slippery. So we do recommend bringing either snowshoes or snow uh, traction for your shoes, wearing really sturdy shoes, wearing warm layers when you're coming to visit. It's going to be a lot colder in the giant forest than it is in the valley or on the coast. Uh, so do come prepared for that. Uh, and we also have snowshoe walks with rangers. You can book custom experiences if you go through the Sequoia Parks Conservancy. It's our park partner here at Sequoia in Kings Canyon, and they do they will customize a day for you and your group. Um, it's a paid experience, but it's something that they do, and you'll have a guided experience through the parks. Hmm. Um, so there's something a l- for people to know is that Sequoia National Park is actually the old, the second oldest national park in the entire nation. So. There's really? a lot of reasons for people to visit. Uh, when was it established? It was established in 1890. And uh, did Teddy Roosevelt have something then to do with that? Or that yes. would have been before yes, Teddy Roosevelt, was it? No, it was It was before Teddy Roosevelt. You're right. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt was responsible for helping the General Grant tree become the nation's Christmas tree. And that was uh, in... 19, the 1940s, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So is that something that's still celebrated every year? It is. In December, we have, it's called the Annual Trek to the Tree. We're going to celebrate the 99th Annual Trek to the Tree this in 2024 in December. And that's uh, an event that's hosted by the Sanger uh, Chamber of Commerce in partnership with the National Park Service. And the General Grant Tree, which I mentioned is the second largest tree in the world, is also the only living shrine that's dedicated to our service members who have died in war and also is the nation's Christmas tree. Hmm. Are the Sherman Tree and the Grant Tree far apart from each other? They're about a 45-minute drive when the road between the parks is open. So that's the road that's closed right now. I see. It's mostly in Forest Service land. Um, but so in order to see the, sh- the General Grant Tree, you'll need to come in through Kings Canyon and then the Sherman Tree through the Sequoia entrance Se- station. Sequoia. And uh, for right now, there's not. And the shuttle service that I asked you about is just in, in Sequoia. That's correct. Only in the giant forest area, just because it's a little bit more spread out, more sites to see on the Sequoia side. And so that shuttle system, once you get in, you find a parking spot, it's best to just leave your car and take the shuttle so that you're not having to drive around parking lots your entire visit. Yes, yes. Well, Satya, we're getting set to to wrap up our conversation. It has just flown by. Um, I do have the telephone number written down of 559-565-3131. And what's the website again that people can go to to get more information? It's nps.gov backslash seeki, S-E-K-I for Sequoia Kings. Okay, and uh, that first letter, it's, it's N as in Nancy for National Park System. That's correct. Well, this is really intriguing and very informative to know that of what we've got almost in our backyard. And I certainly appreciate uh, you taking your time and um, being with us the, this afternoon. Everyone, you are listening to the Dave Conklin Program on News Talk 920 KBC, Hometown Radio, 96.5 FM. Hang on for a few minutes and we're going to be back with Lori Gardner on Trusting Your Intuitive Thinking. We'll be right back. 
The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111 911.